Welcome to the Nas Red Podcast, where Nas Red talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. Friends, joining me once again is our chief contributor, Interdimensional Alex. Back in the saddle again. Beaming in from another dimension. Always. Interdimensional Alex, we were going to watch a movie, I won't name the name, but we were going to watch a movie and we were going to review it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were just thinking about catching something current in the theaters. And then we both had a kind of mm, sort of fatigued, tired yeah, moment. Yeah. And we thought, you know what? Let's save the time and the dime and go do the good old... Look, folks, here's the reality. I'm not... I don't need to go out where everyone needs to go to the pond, to that one drinking hole. Mm-hmm. I don't like to go where the herd goes. I like to go where, like, a, a, a good circle of friends Yeah. Lie. In fact, generally, I like one-on-one. I like hanging with Nas one-on-one. I think we'd still have this dynamic in a group. Yeah, yeah. But things just get a little distracted when you're out. And, like, there's a lot of... I don't know. I, and I, I guess I'm, I'm sensitive to energies. But for me, a perfect night, whether it's a Saturday night, a Friday night, or a weeknight, is to be just hanging with a good friend yeah. in sort of a video library like what Nas has in his room and to uh, and just watch... Something kind of at the freedom of your own pace. Yeah, where just it's about the group, not about the location yeah. or about the sort of. I feel like some people almost feel like they need to be out or they're not living life. It's like, no, dude, come on. Yeah, the life yeah. is between us, not yeah. out there. So and anyway, that yeah, that's just well. Little... I mean, you mentioned you're sensitive to energies. It's like when when people say you do mushrooms. You got to be in nature. Yeah. You, you don't want to be in the city. No, you dude, know what I mean. I don't know. There's just I don't know. I, I feel like. Sometimes I get frustrated because I feel like a lot of people, either I'm too sensitive or people are just dulled out around me because I feel like there's a lot of places designed that they say the purpose is to meet a lot of people. It's a social place, but it's just too fucking loud. Yeah. And and everyone just is guarded and they're not being themselves. You know, in, in an intimate group of people, like a small circle of people who are smoking a little something, drinking a little something, eating a little something, watching a little something. There's a, I think, a better potential for being transparent yeah, and yeah. sharing yourself. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So anyway, that that was, a, for me, my re- main reason I wanted to sort of stay in, other yeah. than the fact that I'm a lazy bastard. I'm with you, man. I wanted to stay in. And the thing is, like, going into what you said, like, George Carlin says, like, people, or said, yes. uh, people are, are easy to deal with on a one-on-one basis. I love that, that bit. Yeah. Uh, and I relate to it so well. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. He said, like, next thing you know, they, you all start wearing the same hat, and you all have the same song, and yeah, you all have yeah, the same yeah. phrases. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I, I have been annoyed my whole life. Also, I'm an only child, so I'm very used to surfing alone, and then jumping into the main fray. Mm-hmm. But I have seen a lot of people just comfortably get down with... Okay, here's the example. Remember when What's Up was, like, the yeah. coolest fucking thing that ever... Yeah. I thought it was a mind zombie fight. It was too easy. It was a lowest hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. But that also comes to the fact that I, I, I'm always coming from sort of a quiet place because I'm an only child in a very isolated town that I grew up in. Yeah. And we didn't really have mainstream TV playing in the house. So I just, I was never interested in pop culture. But to me, that's fucking, it's so goddamn lowest common denominator like uh i need to relate to you as a human being uh 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 oh budweiser what's that and you're like dude come on fuck you speak from the heart yeah anyway 
I'm like a pop culture animal, yes. and, and you are, you like what you like. You know what I mean? Well, it's not that I don't know pop culture. I'm just extremely picky, <laughs> picky, and yeah, I know yeah, shit yeah. that's almost yeah. like a hype. Like yeah, a, <laughs> but in pop yeah. culture, you'll yeah. come across things like "Was Up," where you think this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and, and people are into it, and that's fine. Whatever, it's fine. But, it's just I don't know. I feel like. To me, it's just a sign of how fucking unoriginal everybody is. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. what do I do? What do I do? I know. I'll latch onto a conglomerate company that fucking rules everyone's minds yeah. and bodies in the first place and regurgitate their pop culture reference. Yeah. Something that was created by a by a test marketing group or something. Yeah. A bunch of spineless dude, men. Bunch of, and then to the point where it's same thing with a no knocking to him, because like, I think even Sasha Baron Cohen probably got sick of everyone doing Borat. He probably oh, right. got sick of Borat. But when everyone was going, high five i'm like no yeah no or like austin powers there you go remember when everyone yeah baby and like like, dude can you just not like stop yeah stop you're not fucking you all you've done is proven that you have no original thought and you're just getting by on the fucking menu yeah so i'm sorry that i got it i I just began i came in feisty (laughs) like a luchador yeah exactly because the thing is Alex, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I want, we were about to watch something, but then I'm like, I don't want to watch a bunch of men pretending to be men. I want to watch men. Being. Real, men and, not, and women. And women and even dwarves. Yes. In, in some cases. Well, men or women dwarves. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're the same thing. Yeah, I apologize <laughs> Or to the, the third community. gender, I'm, dwarves. I'm, I'm talking, of course, about uh, uh, one of my favorite uh, dwarf uh, luchador wrestlers, Mascarada Sagrada. Oh, And nice. uh, he's, he's in Lucha Underground. And nice. the thing is, these are warriors, Alex. Yeah. And they're they're real warriors. And it's a, it, the life of a luchador wrestler is very noble. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? It's been a while. I haven't seen Lucha Underground in a million years. This episode that we're going to watch and then talk about and dissect and 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 honor, really, mm-hmm. uh, is the newest episode. I'm going to get it off of Amazon. We're going to watch it. And we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about these amazing people that do these amazing things. You know what I mean, dude? I'm I'm so down. I have, believe it or not, a little bit of of an understanding of this show Tell because me. Law, you know, Well, I have a very good friend who uh, is mad for the wrestling right. culture, the pop phenomenon. He can list every major match that went down. He knows this heel. He knows this yeah. face. He knows all these. And I and I learned these terms from him because right. I just I, and for whatever reason I just didn't follow wrestling. Yeah. So it's not that I'm against it or for it. I just it's just something I never really jumped on. But yeah. I've always liked the look of it. I always love, especially the classic stuff where everyone looks like He Man. I mean, yeah. like that's kind of <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't really know much about it, and I'm yeah. I'm kind of excited for this. And. Uh, would you say that my rant back there would be equivalent to when some of these guys come out on the ring with their microphone if and they were, like... Yeah, if you were a little more amped up, But I'll like, have to be a little more like, and let me tell you this, yeah. the next <laughs> loser who resorts to the most base, easy, basic bitch yeah. cult phenomenon meme... Is gonna get a fucking ass whooping yeah. from me, and then I'd and be maybe like, not with the fucking. No, probably, screw you, know. you, man. You were doing what's up, and you yeah. know, like that. That, that, that <laughs> right. that's that is how it is. Right. And in fact, okay. So, 
tell me a little more about your exposure to to, to Lucha Underground yeah, itself. To, to Lucha Underground well, and you know just what, wrestling in general. Which, okay, you know. well, I'm gonna uh, to be quite honest, and this is the God's honest truth. The first thing I saw because I, I I walked in and my friend was in the middle of watching this, and I'm seeing yeah. two beautiful women wrestle. Yeah. And just being badass. And I kind of, I must admit, I kind of prefer that. And I hope that doesn't sound creepy. But no. it's just, I love, uh, I think I just really enjoy the sort of attractive yeah. <laughs> and, and exuberant power play uh, between women. Yeah. More so I, than men. I think that's cool. And that goes into like last week we were watching Women in Prison. Yeah. And, you know, I like, don't know. I did, yeah. It's just cool. Hey, man, it's but, entertaining. So what the point is say? that's part of it. And I like when they let the girls play. When it's only the boys wrestling, I'm like, oh, come on, let's let's mix this up. Yeah. Uh, and I sort of like the masked element to it as yeah. well. Yeah. It's weird. There's almost a kind of uh, kinkiness to it, but maybe I'm reading too much yeah. into it. But I don't know. It's just it's a it's a strange world. And what I like about this, that at least I've seen in the episodes, is that there's a a, a storyline at play. Yeah. And there are these dramas happening behind the scenes. Yeah. And as I recall, maybe the MC or somebody's like a go between at all times. There's like, isn't there like one dude who's sort of there's a there's a fella, and I don't know what he's doing right now because last I heard. He died in Lucha Underground, but his name is Dario Cueto. Uh-huh. And he, oh, he wait, wait, owned... he, the character died or the dude himself the, the, died? The character, but I say oh, okay. character lightly because yes. these are real people to me, Alex. Oh, they, of course. They have course. real dramas, yes. you know? And Dario Cueto, he's an unscrupulous man, mm. but he loves to to uh, display violence for the people. Mm-hmm. And he goes in the middle of the ring. He says, yeah, this person's going to fight this person. And he's, but I heard he died. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but then I heard he has a twin brother. <laughs> of course, the, you laugh, <laughs> but yeah, but it's true. <laughs> he has a twin brother, but then he also has a brother, another brother named Mantaza or something. That's like a big dude. He kind of looks like Bane. Uh-huh. It's a crazy world, Alex. Oh, dude, I can't wait. It, it, it is the most entertaining shit anybody has ever seen ever in the history of ever. Yeah, movies are dude. great. This podcast is about movies. But movies are shit compared to Lucha right. Underground because can you do you know can you give me a, a quick rundown of sort of the history of Lucha wrestling like does it I go back give, a couple, I can give does you, it go back a hundred years maybe yeah, okay, or well, like I I will I'll start this off like this um my exposure to all of this was I was there was a period where I was going to the Beverly uh, the New Beverly every week on Tuesday because mm-hmm. on Tuesday they would have a grindhouse night where oh, they would yeah. show like a kung fu movie or whatever weird you know like yeah. anything you know like whatever grindhouse movie and there was a, a a gentleman there named Dan Madigan that was every Tuesday he was there and I think you know right now the New Beverly is going through renovations and stuff but I bet you when they open up again and they're doing their grindhouse nights he's going to be there but his name was Dan Madigan and I just sort of gathered that he worked for WWF, for, for Vince McMahon, and he was a writer and stuff. And so one day we got to talking because I was wearing an Ichi the Killer shirt. And then I noticed the week before he was wearing a Sergio Leone shirt. And we were just talking <laughs> about our shirts and stuff. Yeah. And then I knew he was in wrestling. So I asked him, hey, what do you know about Santos? And... Because I just knew of that wrestler Santos with the, with the mask and stuff, and I was just interested. I there was something that was sort of calling my name to that, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "I wrote a book about Santos, about no yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Whoa, really?" And huh. then so then he told me that like he met with Santos's son, and the tradition was passed down. The mask was passed down oh, from Santos's okay. son to him, and so stuff like was that. Santos. 
sort of the hooded justice of yeah. the Watchmen yeah. kind of world, yeah, like kind like of, kind of well, like like. There's two, okay, yeah. yeah. There's two guys that are like the the, the titans of of uh, lucha mm-hmm. of that world. One is Santos. He's like Superman, basically, mm-hmm, you know, like, mm-hmm. and the other one is Blue Demon. And they were ah. at the same time. They were sort of, you know, the sixties. That was their time. Okay, and stuff. so yeah, I was curious what time period. We're yeah, talking and they passed it down to their sons. Mm-hmm. They passed down the beautiful tradition right. to their sons. And in fact, I even have one of their movies. It doesn't have subtitles. I regrettably don't speak Spanish. I took Spanish a million times because oh, yeah. I was a horrible student. But like. I watched one of their movies with no subtitles yeah. and it was them it was Santos and Blue Demon against the werewolf men and and vampire women and oh, stuff like dude, that. Dude, I love this. It was I love amazing. these characters. It's an amazing world, yeah, Alex. Man. And if you as my friend take my hand yeah. and we will oh, you we, got it. we will explore this world and and I have I don't know what's going on right now in the world of Lucha Underground. No, no, it's a beautiful surprise. Yeah, so so we're But gonna... what I love is you're telling me that the mystique is kept on and that's one of the gifts of the mask. Yes. Is that if you as long as you pass the mask down, the character yeah. never has to die. Yes. The carrier of the mask may change over time. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, let me tell you something about the mask. Yeah. The unmasking of a luchador wrestler is the greatest dishonor <gasps> he can he can ever face. Okay, do they try to unmask each They've other? They've had they have matches where the whole point is to unmask <gasps> the, the the luchador. Dude, and then the that's thing is, humiliating. Yeah, it's humiliating. And if you're unmasked, you're done. Of course, you know that you now now your mystique is done. Yeah, exactly. And you oh mentioned the God. heel and the face. Yes, in the world of luchador uh, wrestling, they have the rudo and the technical. Uh-huh. And the rudo is the is the heel, yes. And the technico is the face. Gotcha. And so you know, we'll see. We're gonna see what's going on in this mm-hmm. in in this world. Do you do, do you have any other? My my last question, Robert Rodriguez, isn't he involved to he's, some he's degree? He's very involved in 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 terms of producing. Gotcha. I don't I don't know how like hands on he is. In, I know. In Maybe they of... just show him the episodes and he's like, yeah. right on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, in fact, I mean, this show goes down so easy. You don't even remember what happened in it when you after you watch it. You're just you just know that you were entertained. It really is the most entertaining stuff yeah. I've ever seen ever. Dude, I'm psyched. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for you to to join me <laughs> on this journey. Is there anything you would like to comment or or before because I I feel like after we watch this you will be changed. Oh my god. Well, that's quite the endorsement. <laughs> Well, uh, no, I think I, I'm just, I'm an open vessel. I'm excited. Uh, do we know what is, do we know what country that this, from which luchador wrestling specifically originates? I I believe it is from Mexico. Is it Mexico? I I believe it it is specifically Mexico. I would just love to know, like, when did someone go, all right, I'm going to put on a mask. Yeah. And this is like the, and there's, but, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's still, and I, I know I'm, maybe it's maybe it's a, a pissing in the church to even talk about this in this world, but correct me if I'm wrong, there is a, a an agreed upon collaboration going on between the. And I know this is this is this is touchy cat territory, but okay, let me put it this way: there's a trust between the wrestlers. You know what it is, Alex? It's a trust. 
to entertain the people. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The point is like there's a respect. It's not like street fighting for the people. Like the point is this is this is no. like yeah these guys there's it's like an art it, 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 that is that's collaborative. Exactly what it's it a is. collaborative art it's, going on. That's all I want to know. Jesse Ventura described professional wrestling as ballet with violence. That's what I'm talking and about. That's exactly is that what, what we're getting into? Yeah, dude. But that's all I've ever you, wanted. You get caught up into it. You know what I mean? Because the ballet thing is, with no matter what anybody can say about the authenticity. Yeah. Which is up to question, Alex. Oh no, dude! Uh, I, I, it's I, and I even <laughs> even interested in that. I'm just wondering. It just to me, as someone with a background in theater, that I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. I I love the showmanship yeah. of it. But make no mistake about it: the damage that they're doing to their bodies is very. Oh, real, dude! You know, yeah. I've always anytime anyone's getting the, their back flopped down on that fucking stage. I don't yeah. care if it is padded; it looks painful. Or if yeah. you jump from the ropes onto someone even though it's all like you've worked on it yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about those knees and elbows you had your finger up what, what was oh no no no! because you were going but and i was just there with you putting up oh, the right. fingers like yes <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. me tell me brother alex no, I'm, I'm super set. excited I'm do you want to talk about what snacks we got oh my for, for the god show? i mean yeah so this is just one of those sort of scandalous weekends we're just sort of doing whatever we want right. and i know for me i have a few little like ralph's sandwiches here we got some coffee. We got a few sugary items and some salty items. Yeah. We're ready to rock and yeah. roll, man. I got two Slim Jims. I'm ready. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Snap into a Slim Jim, brother. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, let me, just, let me just ask you before we yeah. go. Growing up, mm. did you ever watch WWF and stuff like that? Like, I mean, just peripherally? So or no? weird. Yeah, peripherally, I knew of it. And then by the time, so it was just weird. Just like I had no control over television for so long yeah, yeah. as a child that it just kind of, I don't know, I just wasn't aware of it. Yeah, yeah. And I think by the time I was aware of it, it was doing sort of these sub-series. Wasn't there a time when then it became WCW? Yeah. Like in the well, 90s? Yeah, there was WCW, WWF. Yeah, now and it became WWE. I know that's like the current yeah, thing you yeah, say yeah, now yeah, is WWE. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'll tell you this much. I did see recently the um, Under the Giant uh, documentary on HBO. You did? Yeah, really dude. Good? I dude, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. No, I, 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 I have to. I that's think you'd love it. On my list. It's yeah. really good. And, and and for a layman like me, I got a lot of info out of that. Yeah, for yeah. you, it might you might be aware of well, all those first WrestleManias, I mean, but I, I didn't realize that he was you know a heel and then everyone loved him so much so then he kind of became well actually no, i think he he remained a heel right wasn't he always a heel that well, everyone he was, loved he was like, always kind of like the big bad dude the and, big bad know, dude like, and and dude and the and the, his fucking ability to drink anybody under the table oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. just for him he's like no 64 beers in yeah, one yeah. night that's not a that's just yeah. normal like yeah I, I mean when i was a kid on saturdays after the cartoons then uh -huh. that's when like wwf was on and i watched like a handful of episodes but i mean i knew kids that were like really into it oh and yeah stuff. and you mentioned oh, wcw wcw uh wwf was like the uh, incredible hulk not incredible, incredible hulk, yeah, hulk yeah, yeah, hogan yeah. uh ultimate warrior yes the undertaker there was a guy named the sting mm -hmm. uh, mr t uh, yeah right i mean uh, wasn't he part of it in the very beginning wasn't he might have i don't know exactly he might have had like a guest spot or something like oh he that, wasn't part I, of i thought mr t was in the some of those early wrestlemania could have been all right i it could have been like before my time right like on yeah I was, well like, I'm, i think i'm going like way yeah way but then like there. wcw was this guy named the sting and then to me that was always like the cheap 
like you know not wwf and stuff like that and then you know and it's just blossomed into a wonderful thing now lucha is there's an emphasis on acrobatics mm-hmm. with lucha wrestling and mm-hmm. stuff like that it, it's it's a little different it's a it's a it's a different flavor from the american wrestling and stuff and in fact the thing that got me into this show was I went and read Dan Madigan's book. It's called Lucha Agogo. It's a great book. Oh, like nice. if anybody that's interested in in lucha wrestling, luchador wrestling, read that book. It's amazing. It has mm-hmm. such good no- information and stuff like that. I had read that book and then when I saw that Lucha Underground was put on Netflix, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to watch the first episode." And I knew the two players. It was against Blue Demon Jr. Uh-huh. and Chavo Guerrero uh, oh yeah and and, and they're both sons uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Chavo Guerrero is the son of Gory Guerrero Uh who's like a big luchador guy and he he unfortunately passed away but he was a guy that I don't even think he wore a mask and stuff Mm -hmm. and in fact at the end of uh, uh, Mr. Madigan's book there's this whole passage of Gory Guerrero basically telling Dan it's a very touching part where he's like Dan, you know, Jesus loves you. And, you, you know, it's, yeah. it's a very touching, yeah. touching thing and stuff Most like certainly. that. And so when I watched that first episode, I was invested. I was like, oh, my God, Blue Demon Jr. is fighting Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. This is amazing. And then so then I watched like I, uh, a ton of episodes and then I lost track of it as, as you know, as, as one does. Yeah. You know, like and then today we're going to go watch a movie. But then we're like, you know what? Let's celebrate some real warriors. Yes. Let's watch Lucha Underground and talk about it. Dude, so stoked. Alex, I love you, man. Likewise, I just want brother. you to know that, man. Ah, We're friends. And I just want to say this. We've mentioned this for the podcast. I'm an Iranian man, and Alex is an American man. And I am American as well. But our friendship but you know, is I'm, world I'm, peace. I'm the, I'm, the to- I'm, I'm the silly white guy here. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. but he's more like you have a Native American spirit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish. You I have, hope. You have that mentality. Hey, man. If Alex, you see it, I'll believe it. Is there anything you'd like to say before we jump into this amazing amazing world i'm so excited let's get ready to rumble ding 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 wasn't that the greatest shit you've ever seen in your life dude that was amazing yeah that was great and you know why because i had no goddamn expectation yeah and it defies genre yeah it's amazing (laughs) it's the greatest shit ever it was really fun and the one that you particularly chose just had a lot of fun to it so so we sort of divulge the characters and the theme let me just say that yeah i i didn't choose this episode based on anything other than the fact that that was the last episode that aired this past wednesday okay yeah and so i haven't seen it in a million years and it's nice yeah we have our we're right now on the current wave you uh lucha underground fans out there who like saw last wednesday's episode that's what we're talking about yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. it's amazing and and, you know like alex tell me more what would you think i mean you you're a changed man obviously now oh dude well what i loved about it is okay so so remember i know nothing about this so i'm i'm just only reporting from a dude who just watched one episode yeah wrestlers who nonetheless have a backstory going on because as i now realize these episodes have the opening and closing of some narrative going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's... 
Yeah, they're, they're like, there's a real storyline going by. So these characters aren't just like cooling off in the locker room backstage between. No, they have like missions that they're yeah, going on. Yeah, there's serious drama going there's on. There's real drama and there's character history and there's relationship. And yeah. you have, you know, um, so the guy's name, Mundo, what's his Johnny Mundo. Johnny Mundo charismatic dude i get that Very he's definitely the uh what's the term not the face but the, the rudo he well uh, no no okay. no. he would be the, well, the rudo's the heel i thought yeah yeah yeah. he okay so, or is he the heel is he well, a likable a, heel I, there's a little con- right. okay so the heel and the face that's yeah. the american terms you know yes. the heel is the bad guy and right, the face right, right. is the good guy so what's the and in the spanish Luch, term for, uh, for the rudo is the bad guy and right. the technico, technico is the good guy so is is johnny mundo a technico i would say he alternates because nice. the thing is johnny mundo the the character i don't say character i mean johnny mundo johnny, with him. johnny mundo yes he's easy to dislike because of the fact that he's kind of a pretty boy and he kind, sure. he's kind of arrogant and stuff right. like that but i will say after you know watching a lot of these shows I like Johnny Mundo. I think he's funny, and yeah. he, he has a, he has a way about him and stuff. And well, he he's kind of yeah. He he just on the first look, he's a cocky jackass, yeah, yeah. but capable, but yeah. also gets himself into trouble. They yeah. almost didn't. I mean, what's you know what's believe it or not? So I I loved all the wrestling. Yeah, totally dug it. But what's sticking with me is what we saw at the end. Please explain. So okay. There were several matches going on, but there was one recurring theme. There's a cult of lizard people. This will make Alex Jones and his fans go nuts. Because <laughs> yeah. they'll watch this and be like, see, what did I tell you? Yeah, They're right yeah. there. But They're I thought to myself... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm insane. <laughs> folks, listen to me, folks. Yeah. I got a bunch of lizard <laughs> yeah, people yeah. and luchador wrestling. Yeah. yeah. The... Uh, I, at first, I thought, oh, nice. I can appreciate the aesthetic. They're like the lizard cult. Yeah. Then I realize, oh, no, no. Some of these people are <laughs> biologically lizard yes. people. And at the end, uh, what's her name? The cool girlfriend. Taya, or or, the, or maybe they're is. not boyfriend, girlfriend. Maybe they just are friends. But the yeah. point is, they had no problem kissing. Yeah. And I, by the way, who wouldn't want to kick a bunch of ass with a, the perfect girl by your side and then you both kiss yeah. while, while she still has her sword dripping with what? Lizard blood. Green lizard Green blood. Green glowing lizard blood. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and plus there's this like minion or some like definitely like a chief sort of fighter for that lizard cult yeah. who has that great mask and was yeah. like growling at the end. Yeah. And I love how it has just enough production value. I don't say that lightly. I really, I mean, I like the fact that it's just funded enough, this show. It's not fucking yeah. HBO money. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, there's a lot of imagination here. Yeah. And here we are in our mid thirties watching this and we were, <laughs> and you and I were like kids going like, Oh Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm just impressed by it. And one of, uh, the th- the thing that I'm taking away from this, things like this, is exactly where violence belongs. Yeah, definitely. I think we all of us, to some degree, are interested in conflict, and we like to see physical conflict. Yeah. But I don't think at the end of the day, unless you really are thriving off of violence to some capacity in real life, I know for me, seeing two men break into a fight, it's a sloppy, ugly affair. Yeah, yeah. 
there's no art to it. It's just, it's ugly, both emotionally and physically. And oftentimes hits go missed and it's yeah. uncoordinated. Yeah. Or indeed when they land, it's that sickening sound. And yeah, we yeah. don't go, oh, I mean, yeah. may- maybe you do. I don't know, depending yeah. on what fight you're looking at. But in theory to me, I don't really want to see actual violence go down between two men. Nor do I. When I've seen men actually, like even just seeing two guys get into a fucking argument, you're just like, dude, shut up. It's like, it's not entertaining. It's It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. But in, and then I thought, well, gladiator matches back in the day in Roman times, did they have, did some of these gladiators say these big speeches and like, did they have this showmanship? Like, I wonder how much like real stakes violence yeah. back in the day yeah, had yeah, nevertheless yeah. a luchador kind of showmanship. Yeah. The point is no one there there is a uh everyone gets it. When when you the the energy to something like this is a communal and coming together energy. Yeah. Where families, kids Men and women, they get it. They're watching this, and it's a it's a history, it's a culture at play. And as a result, it's an art. So it's a ballet with violence. As you said, I think Jesse Ventura yeah. called it. And, yeah. and that's exactly what I realize I've always been interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want real war, but I understand that we have an aggressive nature, and we want to see things that mm-hmm. kind of help us express the... Because it's, it's satisfying to see... Believe it or not, like a fucking chair gets smashed onto some guy's yeah. head. If you kind of know in the back of your mind that this was a consented upon maneuver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, I'm not trying to take the mystery or, or the allure away from what's happening here. I'm just saying, this is violence that doesn't leave anyone as a victim. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I, one's a victim in this kind of violence. Yeah. This is actually the safest place. Yeah. This is a temple in which aggressions can take place like this yeah it's the same reason why you might watch a play that's like some intensely you know profanity filled but nevertheless you know challenging cool play where people are yelling at each other like okay it's like but no this play should be where we have our nastiest behaviors come out yeah yeah if we want to throw literally our body weight into somebody and smash our elbows and fists into people's faces you should Learn to become a warrior and do that for the people. Yeah, yeah. That's just I'm I'm I I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling good after yeah. watching the show because <laughs> yeah. I'm realizing that this is where violence belongs and things like this. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm never gonna be that guy that says like everyone needs to stop being like no, dude. We're fucking. I had a great conversation with one of my best friends and we were talking, funny enough, this goes back to lizard people. So, yeah. so I, I, I'm in, uh, I don't even think, I don't even want to say I believe in evolution. I just, I take evolution for what it is, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty fucking convincing Yeah. and why not? And who cares if it's not, I'm respecting nature by at least imagining that I was everything at one point. Right. But if we have not only mammalian DNA, but also reptilian DNA, you know we have to have some insect DNA. And I'm talking about, go really far back, parasitic. Yeah. We have in our nature a blood-sucking, all-encompassing, I'm out to feed on you, and I don't give a fuck about respecting you. That's kind of the parasitic energy. We all have it. So as a human being, you got to recognize that. Yeah. But you also got to recognize that you live in a world now where like, no, 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 come on. You have the potential to evolve past your parasitic nature. 
Yeah. So can you evolve that into something spectacular? When you actually then, when people break into real petty violence, that's parasitic shit. Mm -hmm. But if you transform it and take it up the chakra ladder of understanding and yes. put it in the ring, in the temple, in the, the stage, mm -hmm. man, that yeah. is where violence can safely yeah. come out and it becomes art. Exactly. That's my thing. Exactly. No, I feel you. And in my mind, there's a little kid that maybe in his life there is real violence that's ugly. Maybe it's domestic violence or maybe he's yeah. seen violence or something like that. This is a safe place for him to to yeah. watch that If you've struggle. really been terrorized by the actual parasitic nature of humanity. Yeah. Stuff like this is it's a welcome. It's a welcome respite, yeah, yeah. dude. That's I love when people are. Here's a fun. I, I I don't know if I've told this story before, but I I, I credit my. This is a, how cool my mother is. Yeah. One time, I think in kindergarten, my mom gets a distress call from a teacher who was well-meaning but a little bit naive and kind of. I don't think she really knew her history. Okay? Yeah. So, she called my mom and was disturbed by a picture that I had drawn in class. Uh -huh. Now, I was, even at that age in kindergarten, I was exposed to the Odyssey, you know, Od yeah, yeah, yeah. Odysseus's travels. Yeah. And a cyclops that's bigger than all of you, and the only way to take him out is you have to, as a team, sharpen a tree into a spear and gouge its eye. That was the coolest shit imaginable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of us as little kids fear the giant ogre or the big cyclops or the big thing you know the big monster that's going to eat us up yeah so it was perfect and yeah i remember drawing this and so i, I so she sees a picture of this bit of these you know little guys with a giant spear gouging out the eye of yeah, the cyclops yeah. so she called my mother kind of like i'm concerned about this and she said i'm concerned that he's watching too many cartoons <laughs> and i just love my mom just like said okay I can respect the violence thing, but I resent that you think this is from cartoons. This is from something that predates the Bible. Yeah. Know your Homeric <laughs> mythology. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. because these are things that, and also, thank God, a kid is drawing a picture of a monster yeah. getting. It'd be one thing if I drew a family getting killed, yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. or if I was <laughs> actually torturing an animal or yeah, something, yeah. you know. Like, there's a place where violence exists. It exists in our dreams. It exists in myth. Yeah. Dude, every fairy tale until it gets Disney-fied, all of those, the Little Mermaid, Cinderella, they're, they're fucking brutal. Yeah. Those and steps, they're th and... when they're trying out the glass slipper, some women are slicing fucking flesh off their feet just to get that man. Right. I, don't, I think they left that part yeah, out yeah, of Disney. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the point is, I think violence is in our nature. But mm -hmm. it's and and any one of us who've let it out, even in a in a moment of speech, you just I, I can only speak for myself. When it comes out for me, I feel ugly and, yeah, yeah, and too, really yeah. just terrible afterwards. Like I kind of feel like I fucked up the game. Yeah, yeah. Of of this weird earthly existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Others might say a sin or something. You know, I just feel like it's kind of like ah, oh, I just kind of unnecessarily. Yeah. I, I I needlessly burned myself today with that. But when I when it's translated, I know I keep harking back to this, but no, I'm no, just, it's because I just am in awe because I just saw it right now yeah, in Lucha yeah, Underground. Yeah. It's just it's fun, man. It's yeah. a fucking fun. And you're right, they're like heroes. It's like real. So Marvel. let's talk about some of the characters we saw. Okay, 
Let's let's we go. We said Johnny Mundo, but there was also this cool Skeletor-looking guy at the end. What that was, was Pentagon Dark. Pentagon Dark. He used to be Pentagon Junior. Okay. And the thing that he would his move, which he didn't get a chance to do it because he lost, but uh. like his move was when he would win, he would break the opponent's arm. Oof. And like that was his move and stuff yeah. like that. So it was it the the match, the title card was uh Pentagon Dark versus Cage. Uh-huh. And Cage is a big motherfucker. Like he's probably the most physically intimidating guy of of the whole bunch right. in in Lucha Underground. And it's interesting what you say about like violence and stuff like that. Mm. I was listening to Hardcore History. Yeah. You, you've heard I that? I love yeah. that. This is Dan Carlin. Yeah. And I always wonder at this time, <laughs> folks, what would you do if you were being raided? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And and he did a whole thing on painfotainment. Or no, painter. Right. Violence, violence in entertainment. For, for the in, masses. In, in, for the masses. Yeah. And in listening to that, I realized, wow, we as people have just started to treat each other okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And if you think about the sadism throughout history. Yeah, yeah. Because think about how many people were okay watching people literally murder each other right. in like, the sand pits. Yeah, in, in, in Rome, they used to have this thing, aside from the gladiatorial games, they used to have this thing called the Fatal Charade, <sighs> which was condemned criminals acting out say famous battles or plays oh right but the violence was real real like when they got killed they would get killed so it's like that part in gladiator where they recreate the battle of carthage kind of thing yeah yeah, 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 exactly whether you like it or not because you're a criminal you're gonna need to it's like it would be like in America, like, all right, you have to be in a Civil War reenactment. You're going to be a Confederate soldier yeah. and you're going to get <laughs> yeah, shot today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Dude, but, that's crazy. Like, so I, I have a question. Out of all yeah. the matches, which one was the most, like, exciting to you? And Well, you know what I thought was kind of interesting was that last match because they all seemed heel-like to me. Yeah, Cage versus Pentagon Jr. Right. Yeah, they, yeah. they both seemed like um, sort of... Uh, darkly proud, boasting bad guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's interesting to see two. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I mentioned to you earlier. I've been rewatching Deadwood. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about Deadwood is you will meet people who at first you think are real, like powerful asshole bad mm-hmm. guys, and then a new character will come and you realize, oh fuck, these guys actually. All they had was guts and bravado. This person now is big money violence, and yeah. suddenly. You're kind of sympathizing with some of the people you, you know. So yeah. what I like about when bad guys fight each other is you then realize, like, to me, he, the uh, um, Pentagon looked sort of death-like. He looked skeleton-like. Yeah. He seemed like he had a kind of Skeletor thing going on, and he got his ass served. Yeah. And sort of, I thought, unfairly, because he got double-teamed. Yeah. Uh, so I liked that. I also loved, of course, the I don't I don't know what they're called. I'm sorry, folks, but I'm calling them the Lizard Cult right now. But, yeah, I uh, forgot yeah. their name, the Lizard Group or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something great. I loved them, man. I, I think that was that was really great. And I'm trying to think, what else did we see? There were a there was other... there was one match between the Rabbit Tribe and the oh! Mac, uh, Son of Havoc and Killshot, which is pretty nuts. That's right. Okay, there okay. was a move. Yes, well, that you're talking about like the seven man tumble. Yeah, where they all. Yeah, there was this moment. Okay, so there was one team, and I kept calling them like modern art come to life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They There's seriously like the looked like. Guys. Yeah, they were. They were like a Magritte 
surrealist museum come to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, they were fighting, uh, that's right, this sort of unlikely trio. Yeah. The it, Mac. Uh, Son of Havoc. Son of Havoc. And Killshot. And Killshot. And Son of Havoc, I liked him because he had this slow, lumbering thing. Then he would spaz out fucking crazily and yeah, cause yeah, yeah. some damage. And then it's like his batteries would run out for a bit. Yeah. And then he'd get kind of roughed up a little while. And then, he'd, <laughs> and then he'd be right back into it. Yeah, yeah. And all of these guys at one point did this tumble over the ropes. Yeah. Where I believe like up to seven of them all yeah. were talking about ass over tea kettle just spilled onto yeah. the mat, onto the ring yeah. from the ropes. Listener, imagine seven dudes on top of the ropes right balancing teetering and then somersaulting onto their backs onto the it's amazing all of them and synchronized and again i'm not trying to take the 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 i'm not trying to take away the (laughs) the The realness strings of of it but i but i just you see the trust yeah you see also how there is a pouring of energy. That's all I'm going to say without giving away any of the illusions that yeah, we're looking yeah, at. But yeah. there's a you can see that to do that, it requires just a lot of trust in physics, in gravity, and teamwork. Yeah, exactly. In your in your in your yeah, exactly. Like it's the most amazing shit ever. And I'll tell you, I respect these guys way more than I respect any actor. I'm sorry. Like yeah, we were talking about yeah, that during you know. this because honestly, they're putting their asses literally on the fucking line yeah yeah by doing a lot of physical gymnastics level almost martial arts and gymnastics and with the necessary i wouldn't be surprised if some of them do some yoga and tai chi on the side to keep limber and balanced yeah and just keeping everything loose enough Yeah. yeah there's a great documentary on netflix i forgot the name but it's about like the lucha scene in mexico mm. and there's a part i mean dude the commitment that these guys make there's a guy named shocker right mm-hmm. and there's this one match where in the middle of the match his bone from his kneecap uh. rips into his thigh like literally like for real uh. and so the guy has to somehow wrap up the game but also, he has to stay into character. So then he says in Spanish, and God, I wish I spoke Spanish. I'm going to learn Spanish. Yeah. But he goes like, I have to stop, but this will continue. And he goes with it. Like, how many actors do you know oh, yeah. that can continue with a scene with that heavy of an injury? Yeah. And the thing is, like, the 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 guy i mean we'll get back to lucha underground but the guy at some he has to recover so he takes six months to recover and he says that like it's it's hard on the soul like he wants to drink and he wants to do this and he's in so much pain so he's on opioids and stuff like that and it's just like god bless these guys man like it's just the greatest thing seriously there's there's i would like to see the see this also this is this is now i'm realizing just how unfair this fucking U.S. American culture is. If he's a blonde WWF guy, we're gonna do the you know serious tearjerker of the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. But Lucha, ah, oh, that's hilarious. Let's make a goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and no yeah. disrespect to those of you who liked Nacho Libre, but yeah. I, I'm just I'm looking at what one could do with yeah. the Lucha experience. Yeah, yeah, look. And yeah, dude, you could do like well, we're looking at it right now. certainly the ingredients of it but i'm also thinking of just like 
you do the story where you actually follow like the man behind the mask yeah, who's yeah, dealing yeah. with or and or the woman because yeah. dude here's something i want to now know when did women when were women allowed to wrestle or were they always allowed to wrestle you know that's a good question i'm in, not in lutador I mean, yeah in, i'm not sure but i know that the the world of lucha has been very uh, inclusive to uh, dwarves to yes. women to to uh trans people yeah you know what i mean yeah. like they've always been a part of it and stuff and it's been a very inclusive world in fact like with lucha underground if you notice that there's a very good variety of people very much so yeah they're very open with like mm -hmm. i i think their thing is like if you can wrestle and you can pull all this off you're in you yeah know what i mean like absolutely it, it's, yeah it's, it's an and it was thing. bilingual some of those guys came out and yeah they, and sometimes it was a bit of both they'd begin a sentence in spanish ended yeah. in english or vice versa yeah. you mentioned yeah. nacho libre and yeah. i just want to say this with total respect yeah to, to jack black and to yeah, the director no, of, of, and stuff like that I'm, but yeah, yeah. I was not a fan of that movie. Yeah. And a big reason was because of the fact that it didn't respect the world. If I yeah, ever made yeah, something yeah. about Lucha, I mm. would be so fucking respectful of the history, of the people, of the culture, because it is something that's very easy and I would say very weak to make fun of. Mm -hmm. To be like, oh, it's so goofy. And it's like, dude, I mean, at the end of the day, all show business is goofy. So yeah. so it's like you pick and choose. I, I see so much honor but, and greatness. In but this like, I'm imagining a world where instead of our national budget going into culture destroying weaponry. Yeah. It's put into, <laughs> this is my ultimate dream. These frustrated, soul destroyed, big business fat cats who are killing this planet. Yeah realize that the death that they're actually causing is is causing misery yeah. so they seek out these luchador wrestlers and they're all put in the ring and they're all given a physical workover so you see like a mitch mcconnell type who's just like what a freak yeah and then he's kind of you know reconditioned in the ring and yeah, then yeah. mitch mcconnell is like reborn into a luchador yeah, wrestler dude, I would for love the that. people and like yeah, like yeah. he is like i realized that i was completely uh, <laughs> yeah, wrong yeah, in my yeah. thinking and yeah. now i'm a luchador yeah you know, dude, like, that would be great just i'm picturing a world like more more poetic violence and less actual violence yeah because it's just it's just better to celebrate the mythos of some of our potential yeah not actually do it yeah yeah and it, you know what it is to 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 theatrical the, i don't know if this is an actual but to 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 express violence artistically is uh just you know I, fuck i lost it damn Don't it worry about i lost it, it. I, the point is it, it, it i think it must have something to do with evolution yeah yeah yeah. because i don't think other animals know how to pretend violence yeah. <laughs> each other yeah i feel it's interesting. in fact i would say that the fact that these dudes these gentlemen and women and, and everything that they are willing to do so much damage to their bodies uh, for yeah. the entertainment of at the end of the day most of the people that you're entertaining are kids mm -hmm. and i find that to be the most noble 
beautiful thing an entertainer can do mm -hmm. for you to entertain a, a, a young boy or a young girl or something like that is mm -hmm. the greatest thing ever yeah. and and we we mentioned it that this is it's like real life marvel movies and stuff yeah. like that you know I, and and more time respecting too yeah like i go to this dispensary in inglewood just because it's got good prices and mm -hmm. stuff but i noticed i told you about this like one day like next to them there's this little center where they were doing a luchador thing and there yeah. was a little kid in a luchador mask and to him he is witnessing superheroes actually fight in front of him right and that's the greatest thing so ever. cool yeah yeah but let's... much cooler than you know i don't care how fucking hd'd out your theater is and the surround sound these are two people who, as you say, are putting their bodies on the line yeah. for your entertainment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And doing incredible feats. Yeah, yeah so man. let's run down the matches. Okay, sure, the sure, first sure. match was yeah. against PJ something versus Daga. And right. Daga was part of the Reptile Gang, and PJ was part of Johnny Mundo's crew. That's right. What was right. your impression of that match? Well, it was definitely kind of a skirmish match. I got the feeling that it was kind of like the precursor of anything that you see. Yeah, like Two yeah. underlings of yeah. two organizations. Yeah. yeah. They, is that what one calls yeah, it? Yeah, that's what they <clears throat> call the... Gotcha, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was like a palette clan, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a palette uh, teaser yeah. for us. So, yeah. I wasn't too into... I mean, I don't know too much about this Daga character, and I don't know too yeah. much about the PJ guy, but I know their crews. I know the Reptile Gang, and I know Johnny Mundo's right. crew. And at the end of it, uh, I believe... Uh, Daga won, but then Johnny Mundo's crew came in. Johnny Mundo came with Taya. That's and right. They, they they did a whole thing right, and stuff right. like that. And they had the whole talking back and forth <laughs> on the mics, which I love too. Pretty cool, huh? And I like how it's a lady who runs the reptile game. She's kind of like seduced through her magic, or she certainly has this influence over yeah, her she takes, reptile men. Yeah, she like, she yeah. takes these guys and she brainwashes them, and they, they right. follow her and stuff. And it's it's a crazy thing. Okay, the second match. Which was the Rabbit Tribe again? We talked about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the Mac yeah. and Havoc and uh, Killshot and stuff. Yeah, no, that was just a great kind of like just a, a brawl, just yeah, a tumble yeah. between different characters. One of them, as we said, just looked like a fan who found like a night helmet. <laughs> yeah, they got the mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just, yeah. you know, this other thing too is it's very inclusive of all body types. Not oh, everyone, yeah, yeah. not yeah. everyone had that tanned, ripped yeah. thing going on. I mean, yeah. the Mac has been around, has been in this wrestling promotion uh -huh. for a while yeah he's not the most physically impressive guy no. he's, he's a little you know he's got a but he, he looks like he doesn't turn down donuts when yeah you know when it comes right but, but he's but he's also just he sells it the whole yeah, time yeah he, and that guy the mac yeah what was your impression of him because he's all heart yeah you know no no I mean? no i for me he seemed like one of the more benevolent people out there yeah he, the, he's the he's a good guy i like him yeah yeah I and liked then him. so then the main match what did you think of cage and what did you think of uh, you got into it a little bit before yeah but yeah like, we're talking about that very last one against yeah, yeah, pentagon yeah. yeah well i'm fascinated what i i don't know anything about nothing but what i'm picturing here is that pentagon has been used to being all powerful yeah. and and winning and he got served yeah badly like there was a moment there's the moment where you think okay he's been still for a while probably this is where he's gonna snap back up and get him no he's been laying there I don't. I never know if it's laying or lying, which leads me to one other point. I yeah. love how the two commentators—they were cracking me up. Too. Vampiro and uh, Striker. 
right great on. guys. They're like us. There was a moment where one of them ended his sentence with a preposition, and the <laughs> other one scolded him about it. Yeah, and then yeah. he was like, "Wait, what?" And then the other one kind of felt bad for doing that because he's like, "Oh, I guess I'm kind of <laughs> grammar correcting you on live TV." Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, you know, whatever." We're just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. just a funny moment where, yeah. yeah. But anyway, the point is. There's Pentagon not really moving. And then the other guy, Cage, comes yeah. up with the chairs, dude. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but they sm- he smacked him yeah. and in the damn skull. After it was done. This is it, after it's done. Yeah. Like, they've they've left him. They Cage and who? Uh, the, Pentagon Dark. No, but the other guy. Who, oh, who King Cuerno. Him. King was Cuerno. King Cuerno? The guy with the uh, deer The sort thing? of red guy with the deer. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, King yeah. Cuerno. Okay, so yeah. those two tag-teamed yeah. on him pentagon and, and part, pentagon yeah. so pentagon's left there defeated and then up comes uh cage yeah with these chairs and what i love is when he smashed him in the head right then and there the credits hit <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it was like boom <laughs> yeah and uh i don't quite know how they did that but it was fucking brutal and yeah. the sound sells it and it looked like that straight up looks like just like brain damage for yeah, this guy yeah and again, I don't know nothing about no one on the show, but the Im- the the feeling I got was, oh shit, here was a fucking bad dude used to being the fucking king of bad, and he yeah. just got out batted by some other baddies. Yeah, well, I told so you, so I'm I'm kind of wait now. When is the what what release is this? And is it happen weekly or do they? Oh, just it's on El Rey. El Rey every but then Wednesday. Netflix edit. picks them up when they're done with each season, or yeah. What's... Well, I mean, this episode that we watch, I just bought it on Amazon. You know how oh, you right could on. buy yeah, like the course. most recent like thing sure. and stuff. But I haven't seen this show in a long, like in a little less than a year. Yeah. And just watching this, I'm back. Like I'm gonna watch the next episode, and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna keep up with it. And I used to do like updates on my website of like you yeah. know Lucha Underground updates and stuff. I. The, the fight between Pentagon Dark and Cage, I couldn't call it because they're both Rudos. They're both yeah, bad guys. Both you know Rudos. what I mean? And I will say, I, I, I said this, like, Cage is very physically intimidating. Yeah. Even it's on true. the spectrum of these guys, right. he's huge. And it, the tape on his shoulder does not, nothing about that speaks like, oh, he got <laughs> injured. I'm like, oh, this guy's so badass. Yeah. That probably yeah. those scars were from some, like, intense shit that yeah. he's been doing yeah definitely and he was definitely kind of jacked up and he also uh some of those guys come out and look at the main announcer with a sort of like confident like yeah i'm here and yeah, like yeah. i noticed that some of them are like some are sort of generally liked others are booed when they come out yeah, like, yeah i like how yeah. they all have yeah different... that's like the rudo technical thing like you yeah. come out and then you could tell the rudos really t- get off on that energy and stuff oh, like that yeah dude cage used to have a gauntlet uh-huh. That had mythical powers, Alex. Oh shit! And, and, nice. and I don't know what happened to the gauntlet. I I haven't seen a, like a ton of episodes in between right. now and then, but like I wonder what, what you know like and I wonder what happened to that gauntlet. But one thing that you mentioned at the end of the episode, Taya and Johnny Mundo, yes, in a very kind of Indiana Jones no, kind of way, extremely Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well no, they did the whole the straight up. Finding the tomb that you'll need to drop into. And he, with the fedora, said, I hate snakes. And yeah. you're like, oh, gee, I wonder what they're calling upon. Yeah. And they go down. And the cynic in me almost came out until 
they actually fought lizard men and slice one of them open and green glow in the blood glow in the dark blood yeah. comes out yeah and i was like oh my god yeah. I, I just realized now at the upon the tail end of this episode how fucking great the show is it's amazing yeah it's amazing i love it and it, you know what alex mm. i love you man i love you man that's 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 the way it is it's what what dumb. else any any other thoughts i mean we are just chewing this lucha underground up yeah i mean dude listen we we've done movies next week we are doing a movie exchange where right. Alex, what's the movie that you're showing? So I'm going to be showing, I talked to you all about Chris Christopherson, I believe, last yes. visit. So with that, I found, uh, I stumbled upon this movie made in the 80s with him in it and directed by uh, uh, Alan Rudolph, which I didn't know too much about him, except he did this movie. I also like Songwriter, which yeah. also has Chris Christopherson. Yeah. And he's his style is sort of Altman. There's a bit of Altman to it. Yeah. And this is a movie called Trouble in Mind. Mm -hmm. And the best way I can describe it is it's sort of film noir and it's kind of sci-fi, but it's also kind of romance. Right. And I'm looking forward to that. And, and yeah, and it's it's just, it's dreamlike. Yeah, It's yeah, just strange. Yeah. And the fact that it was made is just bizarre. And I thought I knew my sort of quirky movies made over the last 30, 40 years. And this was something that I had just never known about. Mm -hmm. And I had my man Chris in it. Yeah. And yeah. so I definitely want to share that. Yeah. Well, because I'm, it just seems like it's a part of, of cult, cult history yeah, that yeah, people yeah. don't know about. Yeah. And I'm super looking forward to that. And in the episode, I'm going to show Alex something. So it's like yeah. a movie exchange. And then next week after that, we're doing Kaiju Corner with War of the Gar Gargantuans. Yeah. And, and so basically, I mean, this is a movie podcast. That's what we do on the podcast. But I will say... We had to have some lucha spice. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like this is I've, as fun as it is to, and it's super fun talking about movies with Alex. Like, it's one of my favorite things in the whole goddamn world. Likewise. But talking about lucha, it, it's just, it's just, it's great. It's the and greatest fun thing. for me too because I didn't know too much about it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've seen a few episodes of this before, but it's not something I really sort of have on my own time yeah. or on my own volition necessarily yeah. watched. But, and, and, but I have friends who are into it. Yeah, so I'm and Alex, happy. Yeah. every Wednesday you are invited to my house to 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 watch Dude. this lucha oh, underground. It's shit, it's, it's the dude. greatest thing ever. The ah, greatest thing fucking ever. That, if I may I might ask, take you up on that. Who was your favorite guy? Out of all the guys that you saw in this so mm. far. You know who I'm thinking a lot about? And I don't know who he was, but he was that la that lizard man who survived the battle. Who Drago. Was like, Drago, dude. Yeah, Drago. Drago. I believe that's Drago. I'm, yeah. I'm going with Drago He's for now. He's changed his... Uh... Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's Drago. That he used to be scaly blue. green mask is uh, just great. Yeah. I was shocked. You know, someone got killed by by Taya. Taya so, cut the dude, head off. Dude, decapitated a lizard yeah. dude. So uh, I, I I believe I asked you, but what did you think of Johnny Mundo? What was your vibe on him? Well, my I thought I kind of got like Deathstalker 2 vibes. Oh, it's yeah. kind of a cocky adventurer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably uh, definitely when he when they first got in there, I, with, I even thought like, oh, you're the guy who talks a little too much and then gets, you know, into it, but then gets himself out of it. Yeah. So I, I get the feeling that he's kind of a shit talker who at the end of the day we're going to be sympathetic toward. But yeah, I think yeah. I get the feeling that he like really fucking he fucks up a lot and gets <laughs> yeah, people yeah. to to sort of or he gets himself into dangerous situations. He, 
He's good. Like, yeah. take my word for it. He's a good guy. Underneath his arrogance and cockiness and bravado, there's a good guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, he is entertaining us and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he does tend to rub people the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, people can Do get... the fans sometimes say, oh, Well, yeah, but he, he gets yeah. a lot of booze. Ah, you know what I mean? But I but I, I, I have to say that as the show has gone on, he's really grown on me. I mean, he grew on me by the first one. I, I, I yeah. love the guy. He's funny, you know? Like, yeah. But, and, but his crew is kind of douchey. <laughs> <laughs> like the people that, except Taya, I love Taya. Taya was you know, great. There's another chick, Eva Lise. Oh, I can't wait for you to meet Ooh, her. She, she's awesome. Lovely. And then there's another chick, Sexy Star. <laughs> and, then, and then there's the, this little dwarf guy, Mascarada Sagrada. He's, yeah. he's great too. Yeah. Alex, I love life. I love you, man. Oh, man. You're Likewise. the best. It's Lucha Underground. Woohoo! Woo! Any last minute things that you want to say about Lucha Underground or anything at all, Alex, I give you the floor. Just everyone find the brave warrior in yourself. And remember to keep that shit where it belongs. It doesn't belong growling on the road or in someone's face or about even a memory that disturbs you. You put that aggression into something you're writing or painting or indeed choreographing with your body. That's right. And much like the noble luchador, death before dishonor, my friends. Death before dishonor. See. Si. Alex, where can the good people find you? At Castaway Clown on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr.Nasred. Email me at NasredPodcast at gmail.com. And visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review. And buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, you, Alex. Give us something. Luchadores! Friends! <laughs>